It all works. Until it doesn't. The U.S. News & World ranked the best and worst diets of 2021, and the number one best diet in the U.S. was the Mediterranean diet, followed by the DASH diet, meaning dietary approach to stop hypertension. And yes, I said diet, but I suppose that meal plan doesn't have the same marketable ring to it as diet does. The main reason for having those two meal plans at the top of the list was the variety of foods that the subjects were able to consume and the longevity of the length that the subjects were able to adhere to the meal plans. Did you catch that last and possibly most important part of that? Adherence, meaning that they could continue to plan to eat like their desired meal plans for the rest of their life? Those meal plans are at the top of the list because they work. Imagine that. Finding a way that works for you to eat, doing it, and never having to go through the guesswork about trying to find that one diet that will get you to that oh-so-valuable number on the scale or body fat percentage. You have a meal out. You can be more flexible with your friends and family members at holiday events and maybe, just maybe, indulge a bit, knowing that you won't have to restrict or bounce back tomorrow or the next week's. (laughs) Sounds fictional, right? Out of all the 39 diets they reviewed, all the way down at number 35 was the oh-so-popular ketogenic diet. Why, you ask? Well, I'm sure you've already beat me to the punchline, but I'm going to say it anyway, since why don't I even be writing the soapbox? Subjects found it almost impossible to keep their designated keto diet style of eating long-term. Oh yeah, the studies are there. You will lose weight and body fat, but is that something you want to do the rest of your life? Live in fear and have a genuine nightmare of eating a slice of bread? And then, after meeting your desired goal, if you were to go out and off your diet, maybe stop for about a week, then that spiraling into a month, then you might just start saying fuck it to every possible eating out scenario, possibly gaining all the weight back and body fat back because you felt so deprived of eating just like a quote unquote normal human. It, pardon me, this is, this is really starting to sound like an autobiography at this point. In the end, they cited that the keto diet is so low on the success rate, subjects would have to go back to the drawing board or back to this restrictive way of eating until they endlessly were caught in this cycle of up, down, on the wagon, off the wagon, on the wagon, off the wagon. It all worked for them until it didn't. Now, this may be coming off as hypocritical since I have gone through cycles of upping my protein consumption and suggested that certain clients do the same in order to meet a certain goal or push a number of weight on the barbell, but that tends to balance back out once the goal is met. Plus, if you really look at the meal plan and macros of the ketogenic diet, the majority of nutrients come from fat, but that's that's neither here nor there. I don't really mean to pick on the keto diet. I am sure that there are people who have found this way of eating something they actually enjoy, and it works for them. I mean, I still have met that person personally, but that's also neither here nor there. I can tell you that you will find success if you follow any diet by the book, but what happens after you hit that goal? I can tell you firsthand about every possible type of diet, food restriction, eating only from column A, getting off the bread wheel, going on to the two shakes in a meal diet, just eating fruit, 
eating everything but fruit, tracking this number, tracking that number. And I can tell you that once I give into that all or nothing mentality, I suddenly find myself doing nothing, even if the goal isn't met. It all works until it doesn't. The lowest weight that I had ever been, and this is just by going by the number on the scale, nothing else, has been when I was probably doing the most harm to myself. I also pretty much didn't know any better. While eating only about 1,100 calories a day, never eating a solid meal, vomiting, doing um, recreational drugs, I'm sorry, mom, to make sure that I got to that oh-so-wonderful number. That worked until it didn't. And also left me with some health issues, but that's for another soapbox. There was also that other time, you know, that other time where the pendulum swung the opposite way back and I started tracking every macro, calorie, and item that went into my mouth of hopes of getting those oh-so-coveted abs that everyone wanted. Then finally reaching that moment where I get to take my shirt off and run around in tight clothing. And that even worked. Until it didn't. And then there was that dark void of time that I'd like to call 2020, where I let all my inhibitions go. I mean, it was the end of the world, right? Anyway, where I slowly began to realize that I wasn't going to be training for any race that year. And all my current PR goals were to be flung out the window along with my restrictions and quote unquote healthy eating habits. I used food, alcohol, and other horrible coping mechanisms to help with the pain of losing my job, losing some friends family members, and the realization that I was not really over some of the trauma from my past. Using those coping mechanisms worked until they absolutely didn't. Now, I'm not saying that you need to stop exactly what it is that you're doing and abolish any goals you might have in mind for yourself. No. Goals give us purpose and guide us to be better than we were yesterday. And I am 100% behind guiding yourself to be the best version of you. But what I absolutely cannot get behind is sacrificing mental health, your physical health, and idolizing a negative self-image just for the simple purpose of getting that number down on the scale. Guess what? You and your body might actually be on a better path to find a new goal and a new purpose, and that while all that other crap wasn't working, I'm going to use myself for an example. Yet again, because I feel comfortable putting my mental health and body image issues out there, let's just get it all out there, because as much as the fitness industry would like to not talk about it, it's there and it's real. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little off topic, but that's also for another soapbox for another time. Before I started to set more performance-based goals for myself, I was still ruled by numbers, by wanting that number on the scale to go down. Yeah, so what, Sumi? I had never been taught that I can value myself for more than what that number is, so I continued to do so. I was also moving along swimmingly, counting all the calories and doing all the things that could help move that number down, poop teas, dehydrating myself, taking all my clothing off to weigh myself. Also the shoes, you have to take shoes off too. Only doing that weigh-in in the morning because that's when you're the quote-unquote lightest. See, 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 right there, that is even different with my body now because that is absolutely not the case anymore. All that shit worked until it didn't because I know from experience that my body can change in five pound increments throughout the day. Why? 
because I'm working out different now. Because I am different now. Isn't that the point? To grow, learn, and change? I would find it absolutely horrific and almost impossible for me to only eat 1,200 calories a day, run over 10 miles, plus another workout as my training plan. I'm not 21 anymore. And thank Christ I'm not. Because if you think I'm a huge pain in the ass now, Jesus. I spent some time to lift all those restrictions and play around with eating whatever I want when I want. Taking the time to listen to my body and not feeling guilty for eating whatever it is that I eat. Not being ruled by restrictions and not being ruled by the can and cannot haves. Because throughout this journey that I started about 25 years ago, it has taken me that long to finally realize that it all works until it doesn't. I also know what works for me because I played around with certain meal plans, learned what I can stick with, learned that restrictions can do to me mentally and telling me that I can't have something will only let me stay away from it for a little while until that time limit is up and then I'm going to drown myself in that thing. Well, okay, so what exactly is my point here? I don't, I don't know. But I can tell you for myself, plenty of studies, countless clients, people, trainers, friends, and family members have shared with me. All that shit will work until you figure out what works for you. Not what I am telling you, not what any celebrity is telling you, not whatever your trainer is telling you, but what you are telling you. And maybe, just maybe, you can be okay with where you are and who you are now as a person. Not a diet, not a meal plan, and for sure, not just a number. Because that shit works. And will continue to do so once you realize that you are already tough enough, strong enough, and better enough to be proud of you.